Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. You know, I really, really, really enjoyed that conversation with Michael Watson. Um, as Secretary of State, he's in a really good position to to do a lot of important things for our state. And he's very passionate about his work. His, you know, he really kind of, I don't know, he worked hard uh, to kind of work his way up into that position and becoming a statewide elected official from coastal Mississippi. And as we discussed, I mean, the opportunity to learn about the rest of the state and make a contribution to the rest of the state, while at the same time helping to describe this complex place we call coastal Mississippi, it really helps us greatly. And I mentioned to him when we get off the air that I really enjoy our conversations and I love his approach. I love the fact that he's very accessible and, uh, you know, it makes a real difference. So, uh, you know, we're lucky to have him representing us. Now I want to move over to my friend uh, Jeff Shepard. He's a communications person, spokesman for Mississippi Power Company. He's been on the show a bunch of times. It's been a while, actually, since we visited. But uh, let me start by just saying good morning to you. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm doing great, Ricky. It's great to be back with you and the team. Uh, appreciate the opportunity to be here to talk to you. Yeah, so uh, while we're waiting for you to get on, Michael Watson actually hung on for a second because what he wanted to say to you was what he went ahead and said to me, and I'll convey it to you. But but what he said was that when Hurricane Zeta hit, it, you know, as you know, it hurt, it hit. It was a late season, the latest season yeah. hit we've ever yeah. had in history. And uh, he said that I think two or three precincts didn't have power. After that, he said Mississippi Power Company reached out to him and said, I want to know, you, you guys wanted to know all the precincts so that in the future, if we have that situation again, you guys can have that in your plan so you can be proactive about it. And he was incredibly complimentary about that, Jeff. Yeah, well, that's part, it, it's odd, you know, but that is part of our plans now, you know, because of a situation like that. And another thing, Ricky, I think you find interesting is, and not just at Mississippi Power, but utilities all over the country. You know, look, you, you can't control Mother Nature. We all know that, right? And so these storms happen, um, you know, throughout the year, these events. And and various secretaries of state have kind of worked with the utilities where if, you know, for Zeta, we had crews from all over the country in South Mississippi working to get the lights back on for Mississippi Power customers. But they were in, they, they wanted to vote. And so we got ballots from their states and coordinated with Michael and his team to make sure our secretary of state was working with the secretaries of state in those other states to get those ballots back to them so they could be counted and everybody could have their voice heard. So it, it really is something that you might not think about until you're in the situation. But think about how important it is, the right to vote in this country. And we want to make sure everybody could have that right exercised and also get the lights back on for our customers. Well, it's really, I mean, it's really good. And I'm not surprised because I know the leadership at Mississippi Power, but it's great to, to know that there, there's so much good leadership focused on being proactive, working closely with the Secretary of State's office and, and other, obviously, leaders across the state so that you can serve your customers and do what needs to be done. Hey, there's a lot to talk about. I don't want to talk about the heat, what's the latest at Mississippi Power, all this stuff. But let's start with, if you listen to the experts and you see this dome of high pressure over us now, warming the waters off our coast to temperatures we've not seen in recent history, where they are now, 
uh, at this time of the year. And and what that does is it creates a scenario where it could be rapid intensification of storms. Most of the experts are saying we're going to have more storms this year, sort of like last year, which was a record year again. You, you've got this this issue of maybe, depending on where the dome of high pressure sort of builds in, that Bermuda high could be an active Gulf season. Let's pray that that's not the case. Yeah. But what all of that does, I mean, this is consistent with what your experts are telling you, I'm sure. And that what it means for Mississippi Power Company is that not only do you need to be on your game from your planning perspective, but but you need to be really on your game. And, and but on your game doesn't necessarily mean just serving our region because you guys are part of an operations plan that include bring, sending, you know, if we don't get hit, sending people to wherever the hit might have been to help them restore power, which kept you really busy last year. But why don't you kind of give me the latest? Yeah, so look, I, I, you kind of said it. You, you hope for the best. You expect something to happen, you know. Um, and, and we take that into all of our considerations when it comes to planning. Um, you know, we understand getting the lights back on first and foremost helps people all across southeast Mississippi and really anywhere you travel. They it allows them to start putting their lives back together. You know, it's that first step in the return to normalcy. So we understand the importance of that role. And with that comes the responsibility to be prepared. Whether that means, you know, my storm role stays pretty much the same. I work in communications, but we have folks that, you know, might work for um, our charitable foundation that then go run logistics. Uh, You know, I mean, everybody has a storm role at Mississippi Power. And so when that storm center is open and we're in storm mode, it's priority number one. All else work is put to the side and it is we're concentrating on getting lights back on for our customers. And so we take that into consideration and then we work on. But the utilities all across the southeast on plans. And so if something's coming to Florida, those utilities are going to put out a request and we know, hey, we're going to send folks down that way. If something's coming to Texas or Louisiana or Mississippi, you know, we will likely see some of that impacts here. And so we're going to put the uh, the beacon out and, and request help. And so we are just constantly always monitoring the weather. I mean, when, when something starts off the, the tip of Africa, we know. I mean, we're we're ready, and it's like, hey, guys, an email goes out. We're keeping an eye on this system. Just be prepared. And as it gets closer and closer, you know, those communications become more frequent. Everybody here understands, you know, you've got to have your family plan ready probably two or three days before we would have any impact here on South Mississippi because once it's go time, it is go time. And, and you really don't have an opportunity to talk to your families. And that's actually – Part of the plan, Ricky, is, you know, I have to talk with my wife and say, look, I, I don't know the next time that I'm going to talk to you. you. You might be able to see me on TV, but, uh, you know, I, I really don't know when I'll be in communications again. And that's just part of it. And everybody understands that. Yeah. I, you know, I had the opportunity, as you know, to be a vice chairman of the recovery effort after Katrina and was very focused, obviously, as the president publisher of the Sun-Herald after Katrina. Worked real close with our friend, God rest his soul, Anthony Tapazzi, and um, and was able to watch from his perspective, and certainly from a perspective of a customer. Um, the I mean the record. I mean here we are, ground zero for the worst natural disaster in American history, and we got to see in front of our eyes, Mississippi Power Company do something that most said was not possible. It was truly remarkable. And then in my conversation with Anthony Wilson these days, the, the current president of Mississippi Power, I have the, the tremendous confidence that Mississippi Power Company is just as able, just as ready, just as focused as back in those days. It's true, though. And it's because you guys leave no star, stone unturned in your efforts to prepare, do you? 
No, I mean, we we talked a little bit about Zeta a couple of minutes ago. So that was back in October of 2020, and it you know bled over into November. That year in general, Ricky, we, it started out with uh, tornadoes all across the Pine Belt, Easter tornadoes, so-so Mississippi got hit really badly with a tornado back then. We spent basically two months of that year either planning for a storm or in restoration mode. So when we say we're storm tested, I mean, we, we mean it, you know, and you take all of that, those lessons that you learned and you think back to where we were in the spring of 2020 with the start of COVID and having to work with, you know, social distancing and still being able to get the lights on. Uh, yeah, I mean, logistics and planning are so critical to the response. We have, you know, we may have 1,500 people, 2,000 people. You know, we, we have all these folks that come in from all over the country. I, I believe it was around 20 states sent people to South Mississippi after Zeta to help us get the lights back on. You've got to feed them. You have, they have to have a place to sleep. They have to have a place to take showers. They need to get their clothes washed after a couple of days. And so all of that is factored into our plan. And as you might imagine, I mean, that is a, a serious part of it when you have to take care of your people plus all the folks that are coming in as well. Jeff, you know, it's so interesting looking back on it now. Hurricane Zeta, as you pointed out, was way more than a test. It was the yeah. real deal. Sure. When it hit down in Louisiana, they made that curve up. Because it was a late-season storm and the and the unique atmospheric situation, what it did is it, it, it what they call a fetch of wind, this, this pocket of wind came into coastal Mississippi. And what I remember about it is I remember thinking, gosh, it's sustained. It just doesn't let up. It's not like what, when, when a typical hurricane comes and the rain bands come through with a lot of wind and it settles down a little bit and then and then so on of course unless you get the eye but in this case it was sustained and i kept i kept thinking to myself look at the amount of rain look at the amount of wind man this is going to create major problems for the power company and it well, did didn't it? it it did it knocked out about half of our customers so we were we had around ninety thousand customers that were out the interesting thing about Zeta, and and I don't ever remember a storm like this. And, you know, I grew up in the New Orleans area and, and have lived on the coast for getting close to almost 20 years now. So, you know, hurricanes are just part of life, you know. Um, I don't ever remember a storm coming through that quickly. I mean, it was moving fast. It, it, was, it really only hit here for about three or four hours, and it came in in the middle of the night. If you'd have gone to bed at 10 o'clock and woke in a or a heavy sleeper, you woke up at six o'clock, you may not have even known that the storm had passed through. But what it did was it really, you know, did some damage to our transmission system on the back end, you know, in the northern part of, of service territory. And so um, that's what the, the, the major problems from that storm were, was accessing the transmission lines. But again, that's all part of the plan. You marsh buggies and boats and different things like that. You're not necessarily working on, you know, Highway 90, but you're working in, in some more watery locations. But again, our, our teams are prepared and ready to do that. Part of Mississippi Coast resilience, some of the most resilient communities in the United States. It's because we have a power company that can make an event like Hurricane Zeta you know, fade out into a distant memory because we get the lights back on so quickly. But it's, right. boy, yeah. it takes a lot of planning. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Jeff Shepard. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Coast. You have my friend Jeff Shepard. He's a, a spokesman for Mississippi Power Company, someone who's been on the show a bunch of times. And usually we would we would talk now because this is the point where we remind everyone how hard Mississippi Power Company works to do, uh, you know, storm preparation. Not just hurricanes, but certainly now that we're in hurricane season, that's kind of the focus. Um, hey, we're going to shift gears now, but Jeff, I want to make sure we don't have any. You don't have anything else you want to talk to talk about as it relates to the storm season. No, just again, we we watch everything. I mean, we are either in storm mode or getting ready for storm mode. I mean, that's just kind of the way that we operate. And and I know you know the name of the show is Coast View, so we specifically kind of focus on the lower counties. But if you if you think up to you know the Pine Belt area and even in Meridian, you know the Pine Belt's heavy with the tornadoes and Meridian they'll catch a freeze every couple of years and so all of that is all factored. We treat every situation the same, whether it's a hurricane or a tornado or an ice storm. We have a communications and a crisis plan and we will put it into work for our customers. One last thing that I always like to mention and and you would do it as well if I teed you up and that is that. What's happened is people have the have access to generators where before maybe they didn't. You know, we've seen a proliferation of generators of all sorts. But uh, man, it, it seems like every storm somewhere somewhere in the area you get carbon monoxide poisoning. And man, that say your few words on that real quick. So when Hurricane Laura hit Lake Charles, Louisiana, uh, two years ago. Uh, they had more deaths related to generators and carbon monoxide poisoning than they did from the actual storm. So I, I really don't think anything else needs to be said other than, and it wasn't just two or three. I mean, it was multiple. It was seven or eight deaths. Read the instructions. Make sure you're operating it um, outdoors where it's got a chance to get those fumes not in your house. Don't plug uh, your appliance. Uh, don't plug the generator into the wall. You know, so plug your appliances into the generator. So it, it's just a real couple of simple steps that folks can take with regards to generator safety. And quite honestly, I mean, you you can prevent a tragedy. You can. Hey, listen, I can only imagine with this heat. <laughs> yeah. I walk outside. I can't believe the heat that we're experiencing right now. It's unbelievable. This dome of high pressure won't move. And we're not along, as you pointed out during the break. But I bet there are some meters spinning right now. You know, Ricky, um, so we, we just went on vacation as a family. My wife surprised us at Christmas and, and as a Father's Day present. And we, we went to Chicago and we, we drove. We did the old classic American family vacation. OK, and look, you know, you're just like me. You're, you're a news junkie. You just you can't get away from it. You know, you just consume it wherever you go. And we we, we were in Mount Vernon, Illinois one night, a couple of nights in Chicago and stopped in Louisville on the way home. And I'm watching the news and just checking out the situation. Every, that's the only thing people are talking about all across the mid. It is not just in South Mississippi. Now, we have the beautiful, unique ingredient of the humidity that they don't have in the Midwest, you know, which makes it so much worse. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're seeing um, unprecedented heat right now across most of the United States. Well, And you know what? It's a, it not only raises the specter of what people should need to do, especially in this inflation moment that we're in, Maybe it may be longer than a moment. Uh, efficiency tips. And I also think about your employees that have to actually work outside. My gosh, it's got to be tough for them. So we take that 
unbelievably serious. I mean, we, we talk about not just, you know, heat exhaustion and hydration, but it's heat fatigue. It's day after day after day. And so we take breaks, you know, we start working earlier in the day. I mean, they'll report around six o'clock in the morning during the, the main thrust of the summer, kind of where we are right now. And they'll get off a little bit earlier, but again, they're drinking water all day and, and you're drinking water today to prevent an accident tomorrow. You know, I mean, that's, that's the way your body works. Um, and, and that's just for the line crews. I mean, you know, you talk about folks at our, our power plants. I mean, we need them now more than ever, obviously. And so that goes back, you know, you talk about planning when we talk about storms, Ricky, like we did, but our generation folks, I mean, they have to plan. This is their hurricane season too. You know, I mean, whether it's the middle of the winter or the middle of the summer, we need them. We need all of our units online. And so that involves, you know, when it's a little bit cooler, when we have those spring months and when we have that early fall period, we're doing our maintenance on our units there, you know, to make sure they're in tip top shape for the peak season, as we call it. And so that's that's where we are right now. We we have every available unit blowing and going to provide service to our customers, you know. It's. I can only imagine the you know, when people. I think of the power grid. I think of all these generating stations throughout multiple companies and how they're transferring power among themselves. And there, at some point, there's some reserves that build up and whatever. I bet there's not a lot of available capacity right now. No, I mean the southern. So we're part of a southern company. You know, you've mentioned before it's it's us and Alabama Power and Georgia Power, and we're part of what we call the Southern Pool. And so all of the generating facilities across, you know, Mississippi Power Service Territory, Alabama Power, Georgia, we work in concert together to first make sure we have enough power for our customers. And then if there's excess, you know, other utilities around the country that need it, they will, you know, request it and, and can buy it from us and we get it up on the transmission lines and it goes to where it needs to go. And, and that's kind of how it all works. And so um, believe me, these folks are busy right now, too. Oh, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Hey, Jeff, we're out of time, but man, it's been a it's been a pleasure to see you and catch up with you. Good luck this hurricane season. I'm praying that we can get through it without a without a hit. But I know that if we are hit, we've got a lot of great leaders there at Mississippi Power and across the coast of Mississippi that will help us prove once again that we're the most resilient community in the United States. So thank you for taking time, my friend. I appreciate it, Ricky. And real quick, set your thermostat to 78, change your air filters once a month, pull those drapes closed. We want to keep the sunlight out of your house to try to keep your AC system from not having to work all day. Good advice. Great advice. Have a great day, and we'll see you uh, on Monday. Appreciate it. Thanks. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.